You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Live on the Radio.com app, the Bet 1430 in Denver and the Bet 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily. You can watch us as well, Radio.com slash BetQL dash daily ostrowski and horvat here let's go out to las vegas and uh hear once again how much they crushed all of the betters most of them i should say uh, our friend jeff davis bookmaker for circus sports he's on twitter at underscore underscore uh junkyard uh jeff always love to get your perspective on things and uh in, in the aftermath a couple days later after the super bowl here uh the the level of stupidity by some i don't know why it shocks me at times what were your thoughts about the guy that won $375,000 or whatever it was for streaking. I, I don't buy that for one bit. <laughs> of I, course I mean, not. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. Like, I, I think we've fabricated the number of zeros that may be on the back end of that guy's wager. Uh, anybody that was offering that, maybe they'd take 50 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Now, you guys don't ever offer anything like that. Do you? I, I noticed for Illinois here legally um, – Anthem, all that stuff, that was out, but they did post Gatorade. What were you guys able to do as far as uh, some of those uh, uh, ancillary bets that we see that people get excited about and like to discuss during Super Bowl week? The state of Nevada doesn't really allow anything, you know, like the Gatorade, like the Anthem. It's Everything has to be decided in the box score, can clearly be determined without any question as to what the result is uh, everything has to be done by like a governing body. So in terms of what we could offer, it was basically just all of the player props and things that can happen. And throughout the course of a football game on the football field, streakers, not included. Jeff with, uh, you know, obviously Tampa Bay winning outright as underdogs, but you look at all the futures that came in, especially when Tom Brady uh, was signed in Tampa Bay and became the starting quarterback. I mean, so many future tickets on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How'd you guys end up doing on Sunday, you know, with the Buccaneers winning that game outright? You know, was there a lot of money on the Chiefs, uh, especially last minute there? Sunday was uh, Sunday was good for us. Uh, there was a lot of Chiefs money, but there was just a lot of Bucks money. There's a lot of bu- money in general. Uh, the Circa property was hopping. Uh, lots of people came to town and and had a good time. And yeah, it was a good result for us. It was a good result for a lot of people. And I think a lot of it is when you look at the props, nothing really crazy happened in that game. There was no safety. There was no overtime. There was no special teams touchdown. So all of those bets the 20s and the 50s that the the tourists come and play on all those long shot props those really add up and when you have a what we'll call some crazy results in the props 
it can get ugly for the house. None of that happened this year. And I would assume the props went really well for a lot of places. Oh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when you guys first posted it. You had squares. You could buy any combination for any quarter. Uh, how did those go over with uh, the betters? It went great. From last year's handle to this year's handle, uh, the sizable jump. I think the you know the word gets out, and it's something we have, and and no, no other places have, and people love playing that game with their friends or at the bar or whatever during the Super Bowl. Here you can pick your, you know, if you you don't know when he wants to get stuck with five and five, but hey, if you want to bet five and five, a lot of people did. You know, we were dealing ten thousand to one on a lot of these squares and and people bet them. And if you want seven and three, a more common one, you can have that too. Everything is is priced accordingly. We did first quarter, second quarter, third quarter and final score. And uh, yeah, very, very popular at the window. Uh, we don't foresee this uh, slowing down uh, in handle over the course of the next few years. It's super popular, and it'll surely be back. So now, Jeff, we begin life without the NFL, which is always tough for me. So I start looking at some value on Stanley Cup futures. Is there anything that you like as far as NHL futures, Stanley Cup futures, anything that's really caught your eye or anything that you know, you've taken notice where people really like? Well, as in every sport with the future markets, it's always about taking a look around at all of your options, at all of the various casinos that offer different prices and finding something that's an outlier. Right now, there's a few teams like I I think it's still available in Vegas. It was last night. I haven't looked this morning. Uh, 14 to one on Boston is still available at a prominent shop in Nevada. Uh, This one we have the Bruins, I believe, at either seven and a half or eight to one currently. They are far and away the best team in the Eastern Division. You could argue they're the best team in the NHL. The goaltending is incredible. They don't give up chances. They have a top three or four power play in the league. They lose Tory Krug to free agency. They lose Dan Chara. It doesn't matter. This team hasn't missed a beat. I look at the rest of the teams in the Eastern Division. The way the playoff format is this year, they're not less than a $2 favorite in the series against any of the teams in that division. Uh, everyone that, you know, people thought might be kind of good going into the year, the Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, Philly's record is good, but it's been a lot of smoke and mirrors. If you look at the underlying metrics, uh, they're a bit fortunate to get where they've been uh, to this point. So yeah, I'm looking at Boston to at least get to win this division and get through a couple of playoff series where I wouldn't be surprised to see them, at least in the semifinals. Uh, if, if you can find double digits on this team uh, right now, it's a big overlay. With Jeff Davis, bookmaker for Circus Sports out in Las Vegas, this is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. As far as totals uh, in the NHL go, Jeff, is there anything that you've noticed that uh, maybe is a little bit different in the uh, small sample that we have from this year compared to other seasons. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Totals are hard in hockey because they're wildly variant. Uh, between empty net goals or a good goalie or bad goalie game that might be stray a bit from the norm. And generally anything you're betting on where the number range is low it doesn't take a lot to get a five and a half total to, to have a game, have seven or eight goals in it or a game to have one or two goals in it. There's a lot of randomness. So one thing I've noticed is as a whole, the market is a lot lower uh, this year. We're seeing a lot more five and a half than we did last year. Last year, we saw a lot of six and a half. Uh, that seems to really just be limited to a few teams right now. Uh, Ottawa, Edmonton, Toronto, uh, everything in Canada, really. But it, yeah, it's been, I, I think a lot of that early was betters thinking that the goalies were going to have the advantage early because they only have to play themselves. They're just stopping the puck. Uh, skaters have to play with a line, have to play with defensive pairs. They have to have some cohesiveness. But now that we've played, you know, most teams have played 10 or 12 games to this point. It, it's kind of, that's kind of gone away and now you're dealing with the COVID stuff and teams missing this guy or that guy, or in some cases, you know, the devils have more guys on the COVID list than they don't right now. Um, yeah, it's the, the totals in general, uh, wildly variant as always and a bit lower than they were last year. Jeff, it's kind of hard to believe that we're preparing for the Masters already. Um, seems like we just got done with the Masters, but, you know, I start looking at golf season now. And after what we saw over the weekend, do you think there's any value right now in betting uh, Kepka 14-1 to 1 to win the Masters or even plus 400 to win a major here in 2021 after uh, what we just saw this past weekend? Well, as far as betting futures goes, the best thing to do is make a bet on a number that you think won't exist come the second week of April here. If you're going to bet Brooks Kepka to win the Masters the last few weeks were the weeks to do it. Uh, I believe Circa was dealing, we were dealing somewhere in the mid-20s on Kepka. now down 14-1, to 16-1. He's really not going to be any lower than that come April. Uh, can Brooks Kepka win this event? Absolutely. But there's no reason to go to the window to take 14-1 to 1 or 16-1 to 1 now when that's the price you're going to get in April. Uh, another example of that would be Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth had a miraculous round on Saturday, chipping and putting in from everywhere on the planet. Mm -hmm. And his price was, we were dealing in the 60s, I want to say 70 to 1 a couple of weeks ago, as he was all out of sorts. And, you know, most places are down to 30 or 35 now that he's contended. So going to, to the window to bet Spieth now is is not worth it because – how much lower can he be to win the Masters in April, given you're still going to have DJ, Rory, Rom, Bryson, et cetera. So as far as looking for value, try to find someone that you think that price isn't going to exist in April. Uh, one uh, great piece of advice I would give, uh, shop for Masters futures at Circus Sports. Uh, we deal a 15% hold uh, in that market. Most places are, are probably over 30 if you look down our list, there's a good chance we have the best number on probably at least 80% of the guys in the pool, uh, if not everyone. So uh, if you're in Las Vegas 
or frankly, anywhere in the state of Nevada, uh, give us a look and uh, have a play with us. Jeff, I find the results from waste management, even though it was completely overshadowed by the Super Bowl as expected, um, I find it fascinating for the future here. It's always easy when you have the results and then you see Kepka and you're like, oh, I could have got Kepka around 50 to one. And he's one of the best golfers in the world, even though there's that narrative, oh, he only shows up for the big events. Okay, it's easy. And you mentioned Spieth. I'm already seeing the chatter as well. It's like, oh, Spieth is back. Now it's time to bet speed or Shoffley was there all weekend. And and now the narrative is starting. Oh, you know, Shoffley, heck of a player, but he can't win. He can't win. So you can't bet on him anymore. Uh, do you think some of those uh, narratives are going to get out of control moving forward here? Yeah, that's what a lot of names, mainstream stuff you hear about is all narrative based when really sports betting is more about numbers. Yeah. Narratives fit in at times, but a lot of the battle in, in beating golf is understanding when a player's odds have gone past to where that person is or that player is as a whole. Now, we all know Kepka has the pedigree to win whenever he wants to, but when his game is off, he just doesn't seem like a guy that really is going to grind to make a cut and get through all four rounds. And I believe we took a bet at 52 to one this week on, on Kepka to win the waste management. So yeah, he's a guy that, that drifted out on the odds board, maybe a little bit further than he should have. Yeah. He was all out of form, but these guys like Francesco Molinari, his game went away and was complete garbage for a year, year and a half. And now he's quietly come back, played a couple events. He's top 20 a few times and uh, yeah, maybe his game is back and, He's a guy going back to the Masters Futures. Maybe he can find a place to sleep in and find 200 to 1 still out there on him. I, I, I doubt it. I haven't looked. But that's where he was a few weeks ago. And he's a guy that contended a couple of years and, uh, ago. And maybe he's got his, his game back a bit because he's one of the favorites uh, going into this week. So it all comes down to if a golfer has a really good or a really bad performance in a week or two, he's really not all that much better or worse of a golfer than he was two or three weeks ago. So I would look for over adjustments on the odds board one way or another, and then bet on or against those adjustments uh, when a too big of a move is made. And Jeff, uh, as soon as I got to the studio, I just saw today, Dustin Johnson's going to withdraw from Pebble beach. Any value you see as far as Pebble beach, uh, especially with Dustin Johnson. Now he's not going to be taking part in this tournament. Uh, this should be a good week, and this is one of the weakest PGA fields you're going to see. And generally, when that's the case, is when the betting opportunities arise. Uh, we're going to have a different format this year with the COVID uh, no pro am, which a lot of players will like. Uh, a few interesting things: they usually play three courses because of that, but we're going to be going down to two. Uh, three of the four rounds will be played at Pebble. Uh, one of the four rounds will be played at Spyglass. The easiest course, Monterey Peninsula, will no longer be part of the rotation. Uh, Pebble Beach is exposed. It's on the water. Tons of tons of sand, small greens. Uh, the wind can really wreak havoc. Spyglass Hill will play harder than Pebble when it is calm, but it's a mm-hmm. bit more inland. It's tree-lined, so when it's windy, you'd rather your guy be out there at Spyglass when it's windy. It, it, it doesn't feel the effects as much. So looking at the wind forecast this week, uh, what you'll want to do 
it looks like it's going to be horrendously windy as it gets further into the day on Thursday. I'm going to be looking at the tea times when they come out in the next couple of hours, and I'm okay. going to be actively avoiding everyone who's playing Pebble on Thursday in the later groups. It's going to be brutally, brutally tough. Uh, a couple guys that could go well this week. Uh, you want, you're going to want to look at good iron players and good short green players. With the, the small greens, guys are going to miss a lot of greens, so being able to get up and down – 